Welcome to The Blurs, the Black Nerds with the Word. This is the podcast where it's blurs discuss comics, manga, anime, movies, and much more happening in pop culture. This is one of your hosts, Marcus Andre. With me, I have... This is Drew, coming at you live. Water of Maryland, we get it. Uh, this is the, the fifth week? Fifth? Yep. I want to yep, say? Fifth episode. Either way, we're lit. Either way, we're lit. Fifth Big one. Let's go. Hey, y'all. This is Justin. Like my man Drew said, episode five. We're hyped. We're lit. We're ready for this. Hey, homie Kenny, episode five. Halfway to ten. Heck, man. You've been rocking them out. You can subscribe and keep listening. We're getting it for y'all. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into this news segment. This week, only have one news segment. We're going to talk about Batwoman. Javisha Leslie will replace Ruby Rose and CW's Batwoman in season two as a titular character. Leslie will be the first black woman to star as Batwoman on a live action program. Kit Kane, Rose's character, will not be killed off in the next season. Uh, there will actually be a mystery as to where she's gone. Leslie will play Ryan Wilder, who's described as a likable, messy, a little goofy, and untamed. She's also nothing like Kit Kane, the woman who wore the bat suit before her. With no one in her life to keep her on track, Ryan spent years as a drug runner dodging the GCPD and masking her pain with bad habits. Today, Ryan lives in her van with her plant, a girl who would steal milk for an alley cat and could also kill you with her bare hands. Ryan is the most dangerous type of fighter, highly skilled and wildly undisciplined. An out lesbian, athletic, raw, passionate, fallible, and very much not your stereotypical all-American hero. Now, the first thing I got to say about this. Okay, it's great that we have a black Batwoman. Um, but the second thing is, why she got to be a drug trafficker? Every time we in something, we got to no. deal with Come some on, drugs. You know how they do. You know how they do. <laughs> Come on. Come from the slums out here, man. We can't be out here regular. She can never have a nine to five. She can never just have a successful business or something. Yeah, heck, man, you could have a working part time or somewhere. Nah, she got to be on the street selling some crack or something. Come on, man. Yeah, that that was just wild. Yeah, but I am all for her being on the show, though. Yeah, she kind of said. Yeah, at first, at first, I thought. um, Well, first of all, I don't. I don't. Have you all seen this show or you know any of the? CW Batman stuff, Gotham stuff. No, no, I just watched Flash. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. I, I don't, I don't, I don't watch the show. But saying that, um, at first I thought, yeah, she was gonna be like completely replacing Ruby Rose's actual character. I didn't know she's just replacing just the Batman, which is, I mean, or Batwoman, which is, which is cool. Um, I, I'd rather be something like that that can just flow into the show that I've never watched. But um, yeah. So that 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 definitely makes makes more sense. I thought it was just like complete replacement of that actress at first. But um, yeah. All right, Javisha, we know you listening. Uh, we just want to tell you that we will be tuning in. We know whenever we know that you. season come out. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to leave a five star review and a positive comment. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> we are all been waiting for you. Tuning in. And don't forget to leave 
Don't leave that number either. Oh, yeah, yeah. Number. Leave that number too. Leave that number. Drop that joint in there. Do not forget. All right. So next, we gonna move to books. Has anybody been reading anything? I think we're only gonna do one book this time. Yeah. So has anybody been reading anything? I'm reading a lot of stuff. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna give backgrounds. So I'm just gonna name off names and just call it a day. All right, bet. So. A lot of stuff was released because it's first of the week. So we have Batman 94, Batman Outsiders 14, Batman's Grave 8, Detective Comics 1023, Green Lantern Lantern Season 2 5, Young Justice 16, and then in Marvel we had New X-Force and Doctor Strange, New Ghost Rider, and that's it. All right, Kenny. Can you please talk about Batman 94, though? Because I read three pages of that joint, and then I just closed the book. I couldn't read it anymore. It was just corny. I know. It's another, It's another. in my opinion, it's another filler chapter. Because there's only, let's say after this, there's only six more releases before they end the, what's in, in that line and go into the new whatever era of DC they're going to go to as far as 5G or whatever they want to call it now, because they're still going to readjust. But, Literally, that's all it was, was a filler chapter as far as Batman. Oh, my God, I'm down and out again. Yada, yada, yada. Basically, shonen anime protagonist BS as far as I'm down and out. I need to get my own life together. I'm going to bounce back from this, and I'm ready for it. I get a signal, and that's it. Is Catwoman dead? Like, where is she at? They didn't even address that, really. Okay. Because I read, I read it, and it was, it was cool seeing Bruce trying to go to his last master but he was talking about the designs he had for the city and stuff and how mm-hmm. Alfred used to comment on them and he met the last dude he was going to get trained from the detective and the detective failed doing something and he he left he stopped doing detective work for some reason and he it was something messing yeah how, yeah, it was something messing with him from Gotham. And <laughs> he goes into this room with Bruce, and they find out that, and we find out that the detective has been making, like, the same designs as Bruce, but just, like, a, thousands of them and stuff like that. It was just corny. It was yeah. the same exact design. It just didn't make sense. Um, Jess, you been reading anything? Um... I am reading this uh, manga, Dora Hidoro. I've been reading it for a little while. Um, the It's a pretty uh, complex one. Well, not really, but you'd have to read it to understand. It's just like about this dude, and basically he has a reptilian head, and he doesn't know how he got like that. And he does remember his original form. And there is a person living in his body, too. And... Whenever he confronts like a new enemy or anybody, he thinks he ha- um, he thinks is the one that changed him into this like form. Mm-hmm. He puts them in his mouth, and they talk to the person inside of like his body, and then like they'll make a judgment. They'll be like, "You're not the one," and then that's it. But basically, my man is trying to find himself. He's trying to find like uh, his uh, antagonist, and that's pretty much it for that one. So it's like a action slash comedy type of thing. 
It's comedic, yeah, but it's action. It's it's a little bit of horror too. It's it's a lot of that. Okay. Well, one more thing. Uh, one more mm-hmm. Punch Man and uh, Attack on Time were released this week too, a uh, manga wise. Oh, I got a hot also, one. I also have another one that I for, uh, forgot. I have, I'm not. It hasn't came out yet, but it's kind of a news and books at the same time. So, um, for first and foremost, uh, Boruto. Uh, manga the new chapter 49 48 i don't know which one but uh it comes out in about next i think next week okay. I, think, I think we're 48 yeah. um yeah 48 um so uh things are really gonna pick up with uh the fight between jigen and um kk Cash and koji uh so but that's mainly just about it for that one um and also I don't know if you guys heard but uh the sasuke and the shikamaru uh i believe Retsuden novels. Um, they were, they, they were, I don't know if y'all read them or heard of them, but um, this, them, you know, just finding their journey while during the Hokage Naruto uh, phase. And um, there's a, for the Sasuke one, I know, um, I believe Naruto gets, um, you know, terminally ill and they, uh, he has to, him and Kakashi are in separate missions trying to find, you know, the cure for his, his uh, illness. And um, I don't know if this is uh, something that's going to get adapted later on or not. But, um, yeah, so uh, Kakashi basically is going out into um, where the uh, Sage of Stick Paths once lived, which is far, 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 far out of the whole entire countries that, you know, the shows were known for. Um, so, you know, that's, that's basically the, mis- the missions. And I'm not sure if Shikamaru is exactly, but... I do know that uh, they will be uh, getting uh, an English translation for that. So when whenever that comes out, I would definitely be reading that. So look out for that one, for yeah. both of those. Going off of that, if you aren't reading the Borrow Twin uh, manga, you need to hop on that. 47 was pretty, uh, it was pretty lit. It, not like for real, like it, it really is some like some wild, like like it's, it's so much better. Manga wise, it's straight up better than the uh part one and the the way it's you know pacing i can see it being better this than a ship shippuden at one point and you know all the Mon- anime has to do is adapt it yeah what do you say yeah i can see where you're coming from with that. yeah and uh as you know as i've been saying the past five episodes uh the <laughs> the anime is going to uh adapt it on july 9th that's when it's Stuff's gonna pick up. Uh, sorry, not July 9th, 19th. Um, so gonna look out for that. All right. So what I've been reading is Captain America Volume One, which is written by Tanahisi Coates. Tanahisi Coates is a famous uh writer. He's written stuff called like my I think it's my struggle. I think that's what's called in between the world and me he's one of my favorite authors he writes about uh race in race in america in his life living in baltimore and going to howard university and becoming a writer and everything like that and it's penciled by Lanil francis Yu, and the volume has beautiful covers by alex ross because it's alex ross so what the volume is about is uh, the story takes place after a Marvel event called Secret Empire, 
it's a story where Steve Rogers from the alternate reality takes control of Hydra and subsequently takes control over the U.S. government. The real Steve Rogers eventually defeats Hydra Captain America, but America doesn't trust him afterward because they believe the two are the same person. In this volume, Steve works with the love of his, love of his life and A. Sharon Carter, a.k.a. Agent 13, and Black Panther to stop terrorist attacks from nuke clones. Nuke is basically a super soldier, a deranged super soldier that loves America. And they discovered that the nuke clones are a result of American officials colluding with the secret Russian organization. Uh, Coates, he, he, I didn't like his work on Black Panther, to be quite honest. I thought it was confusing, but I think he is doing a better job of laying that foundation with his Captain America work. There are clear allusions to the collusion between the Trump administration and Russia and how America is divided right now. Um, in the book, there's a large population of Americans that still support Hydra because of the enhancements they made to the job market and the educational system, which is very fascinating because Hydra is this fascist organization and should be at its core opposite of American values. Uh, Lineal Francis Yu, his art is okay, but a lot of times he'll draw a cat with just white eyes from the mask, which doesn't work. Um, but other than that, you know, it, it's cool. All in all, I'd recommend, I think maybe Coast might have uh, a a great run with Captain America. I think he's going to say something significant. Uh, I think is is going to be pretty interesting having a high profile black author, a profound one, channel his voice through Captain America and get his thoughts out through a character that should represent America's values. And that's Basically, all I read this week. And what y'all niggas been watching? Uh, Fire Force, uh, Fire Force Fridays was yesterday. Um, so that was pretty exciting, even though I only seen half the episode because I have work in the morning. So I'm going to watch the rest of the episode after this. Uh, I'm going to watch the rest of the second episode of the second season after this fifth episode on this podcast. So that's a tongue twister. Um, but. Um, yeah, things are um the animation you know looking great as, as as they always do. So uh in terms of new stuff, that's been what I'm I'm finishing up um Kodoko's basketball. I'm on the last like five episodes, Justin. So I you know, I think you know, the battle with um Akashi, I think this is his name, the dude with the red hair. Yeah. Yeah, Kakashi and uh like you know what's crazy? Akashi, he really reminds me of like the basketball version of Pain. Does yeah. that Yes, uh, like the way <laughs> the way he just he just talks and he has he has I mean Payne doesn't have a dual there didn't have a dual personality but um, the fact that he could just turn it on and off and just like become just this like robot basically and like him keep saying I am absolute like that that, that is so right, tough like, like every time like when he's on the court or even when he's not on the court he's like he'll be like my word is absolute and I'll just be like Damn. yeah like he acts like you know like. The one thing I will give the anime credit is that they 
make the uh, characters very um, realistic. Like they don't seem like just regular. I mean, you know, they have their anime, you know, actions and mannerisms, but most for the most part, they just seem very regular. But uh, Akashi, you know, because he's technically the main villain, he acts like an actual main villain, but just in a regular, like at the the end of the day, it's just basketball. It's not like niggas going to die. But he acts like this is like life or death, yeah. and like like he literally cut what's the name, um, uh, 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 Kagami on on the yeah. side of the uh, face early. Like that's that's something nobody did in the show. So I mean, it's 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 pretty cool seeing somebody in like a realistic style. Like it's not like people have power. Like I mean, they have powers, but it's not like they have power powers where they can kill. But it's pretty cool seeing somebody act like an actual villain on that show. But I'm finishing up that. Haven't seen Hunter Hunter in like two weeks. I don't know why. I've I, I kind of just been focused on finishing Kuroko, so I'm trying to get rid of that. Also, got out of high school. Got out of high school. Have you? Hey, how is it, man? Watch it. Watch it. First episode came out um, last week. I don't know when the episodes come out, uh, like how it's often, or like what day. I'm, yeah, my man's actually texting me and told me he was like, watch it. Watch the first episode and tell me what you yeah, think. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. The, um, the animation is lovely. It's like, it's like a fight. It's like a fighting tournament, basically. I think that's the premise of the show. But it's it's not literally in high school. I don't think. But it's you know. But anyways, yeah. The first episode was lit. Um, so I would definitely recommend watching God of High School. I completely forgot I watched that. So um, but other than that, that's it for me in terms of watching stuff. Anybody else? Um, yeah. Um, I'm still on my Dragon Ball Super, you know, wave. It's uh, really picking up. My man's Vegeta finally had his little shine, you know, reached another level that, you know, know. That, that Goku actually didn't reach. And I was like, you know what? I can actually have, I can accept that. I'm content with that. Because I'm blue too. Yeah, man, that's, that's tough, you know? He didn't get the, the Ultra yeah, Instinct, but he still got another level up. So he's not lacking, lacking, like they usually try to make him. Um... I just started watching Tower of God uh, oh. four days ago. I watched the first episode. It's really interesting. I like the animation. Um, I'm not completely sure what it's about, but the gist is it just seems like I think he defeats one person and he goes a level higher inside. Yeah. The yeah. But so far, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm so enjoying like it. kill a till but no fan service and it's more serious? No, no, not like Kill It. You know, it's funny. The animation is somewhat kind of resembles it, but it's it still strays from it. But there's something about it. Like, no, no, I was, I was just gonna say it's the same. It's 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 based off a of, um, it's a webtoon, so it's basically the same thing from uh, God of High School. So um, yeah, yeah it's not. Gonna, yeah, it's I, not. It's not. Ten, it's technically not an anime. So. Oh wow! Okay. That's, yeah. So. No. True. But um. I did actually see like a preview of God of High School, and then I looked at the animation. I was like, "It's kind of looked the same." But that joint, that clean, bro. No, it's clean. This is most fights. No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the fights. There's already fights in the first episode. That joint, yeah. Watch that joint, bro. Already? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, active. They're getting active. So, hopefully, I mean, I don't, I don't know the show. So I'm a, uh, I guess you could call, call it webtoon only. So I don't, I don't know what the show is really about, but. Uh, Looks fun. Sorry, sorry not to get away from your point, but go ahead. It is me. Yeah, but um, Tower of God, I'm only on the first episode and it seems really good. Um, 
You guys, everybody should watch it, honestly. It's, it's pretty good. It seems like it's going to have a really nice storyline to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, like I said, I couldn't, I mean, I got past the first episode, but I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't watch the rest of it. Cause it's, um, how many, how many episodes was it? I think right now it's 12. I can actually check. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. That's not bad at all. Yeah. I can, um, definitely get on that when I finish my other shows. Yeah. I'm not a honest, um, God of high school though. But, yeah. All right, who's next? So me, uh, I mean, I was talking about this before we start recording. But uh, as far as shows, I'm watching a uh, close enough premiered on Thursday on HBO Max, and uh, just started watching it last well today. Uh, finally got the time to uh, close enough. It's made by JG Quintel, the creator of Regular Show, and it's about uh, two uh, middle aged parents. They have a little daughter. She's in preschool to save money for their daughter. They live in an apartment with a divorced couple, so they can send their daughter to a really uh, good private, what's saying, good private preschool and everything. Uh, and it's all the wacky antics and stuff that you love from regular show, except it's we're we're grown now, and they can go there with the jokes instead of just alluding to it. But yeah, it's only it's eight episodes in total, but each episode is split up in half. So it's really 16 and they're 15 minutes each episode. So you can get through that in a heartbeat if you ever want to check it out. But I'm on like the last episode. It's it's a hilarious run. It's just like regular show. I don't know where explosions happen. Things go left. And yeah. Nice, nice. I've been watching uh, the Jeff Epstein documentary. I only got maybe... <laughs> The first episode, I was I was just doing something else, and I I was like, eh, I'll turn it on. That Come shit on, is man. wild. It really is. That shit is wild. Oh, see how rich people can get away with this stuff in America. Um, this dude was flat out messing with underage girls, getting them to oh, recruit nah. other girls. Yes, for years. And it's just because I listened to a podcast. It's called Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. And they did two episodes about Jeff Epstein before he, quote unquote, committed suicide and after he committed suicide. So just seeing the whole circle come around, it was just crazy. And I think I've been watching something else, too. I recently watched The Wood. Have you ever seen that? Hey! Yes, sir. That's one of my favorite black movies of all time, bro. Yeah, I I think it's my favorite black rom-com. I I, I always ask girls, like, what's your favorite black rom-com? And I think it's The Wood or... Love and Basketball. That's not a black... That's not a rom-com. Girls be... No, I've heard girls be like... That, That thing is a tragedy. Yeah, it's a it's technically a drama, but we all I don't know why we associate it with black rom com because I used to too until I did research and people were like, because, nah, this is this is just a drama. Yeah. It's because yeah. black trauma is laughable to some people. Nasty sometimes. That movie is sad. Wow, that was deep. Yeah, man. <laughs> Open your eyes, man. Open your third <laughs> eye. Get yeah. woke. Yeah, man. But uh Nah, I love, I love, 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 love the wood. Pause.
But I love the movie. <laughs> I, I was, I was, I, I got, I got too into it. All right. Um. So yeah, Cartoon Network. Uh, top five. Wait, wait, okay. Wait, 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 before we get into that, no, 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 no. let's move on. You get a chance for Last of Us Two yet? Ooh. Oh, I, I haven't had time. I've been um, we're working on a big project that works. Uh, I've been hustling through that. Uh, me and Kenny editing the episodes, um, writing the script for the show. So I haven't had much time and trying to read. It's just I just I just been busy. It's okay, bro. It's okay, bro. But yeah, yeah. segment though. So we're going to get into this main segment, uh, top five Cartoon Network shows. I think we should go from Drew, Kenny, to Just, and then me. And we're going to okay. start off at number five. Okay, so, um, yeah, like you said, we're going to do the alternating uh, five, 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 and then four, four, four. And Okay, all right, bet. Yep. So, so uh, you know, I... I have so many Cartoon Network is the best uh, cartoon um, studio, right? No, um, network. Sorry. The best cartoon. Cartoon Network is the best cartoon network. That's funny. Cartoon Network is the best cartoon network. Uh, You know, they they have so many nostalgic shows that just, you know, bring back memories. And, you know, they just have the best slate of just just flat out cartoons. Like they're just flat out just all cartoons. You know, they don't really do that in that Nickelodeon Disney Channel stuff. So that being said, I have so many shows that I want to put on my list. So I made an honorable mentions list that I could just go through real quick. It's only it's only five. So my honorable mentions is Teen Titans Go, Chowder, Scooby Doo. Yeah, I love hey 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 I'm 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 going through this quick. Go ahead, Teen go ahead. Go. Chowder, Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. uh Tom and Jerry. Right. And flapjack. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that that being said, I couldn't put those on my top five list because I I just love those shows a lot, but not that much as I love Dexter, which is my first pick, which is top five. Number five is Dexter. Um, I think, you know, this was one of the first Cartoon Network shows that I remember even watching. Uh, I don't know what when it came out. You know, late nineties, most late likely. 90s. Yeah, late 90s. And um, it was actually a very simple show. You know, he didn't really, um, you know, at that time, he didn't really need to be complex with it or have, you know, clever little jokes. But um, looking back, I can probably find some like dirty jokes and stuff. Uh, his mom was super thick. So that that definitely is going to go on the list. Um, but yeah, I like I like I definitely love Dexter's Laboratory, uh, you know, so that's number five on my list. Just that's that that's mainly just nostalgic purposes. Uh I don't remember that much of the show, but I definitely, you know, if I was eight years old, I'd be like, I would tell the twenty three year old self, put that on the list. So there you go. You ever get a chance to see the uh, rude removal episode? The what? Rude removal episode. I probably did. What what was it about? It was the band up it was the episode that got them banned. Uh they premiered it on Cartoon Network. It was the yeah. It was saying long story short, they was saying they knew they were getting canceled soon, so they said, "Let's get wild." Like the equivalent with this would be like what Angry Beavers did on Nickelodeon, but they had this episode called "Removal" it premiered on our Cartoon Network. So the premise of the episode was is that uh, Dexter was trying to get rid of all in all the rude tendencies of Dee Dee because she got barged into his laboratory, 
but they accidentally mm-hmm. looked into it and they put the, the like the the like the little knob or whatever up to the max. So it took all mm-hmm. the out of them. And when the, the like the root versions of them came out, they were cursing everything left and right, saying, hey, where the fuck is the food at? Who the fuck is this? <laughs> all that. Wow. I had to go back and watch that one. Yeah. You said that was the last episode? It was the same one of the last, like what it was, yeah, one of the last episodes they ever made. It was like the same, they already knew they were getting canceled. So instead of go, like they just wasn't, it was like a live premiere. And yeah. Live premieres sometimes don't go well because some people might get agitated. So yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I was about to say, shouldn't the, the, the network, like, don't they vet through all the episodes before even broadcasting them? But you said, I mean, I guess it's live. I don't, I don't know how that how that came out. But, um, yeah, it man, got, that's crazy. It got cut, like, midway through, like, because they had to change it to, like, another episode of Foster's Home or whatever. Mm, wow, yeah, I'm, I'm going on YouTube after this. I'm, I'm, I, I got to watch that. But, yeah, that's my number five. Okay, number five. All right, so I'm up next. Number five for me. Had to be one of my faves back in the day. The OG Benton. Hmm. OG one. That show. Solid, yep. The OG, Solid. OG Benton, the first Benton that ever came on. Uh, I mean, heck, man. Kid is on a summer trip with his cousin and his grandfather. Gets a watch that allows him to turn to 10 aliens. First, he can never control it. So, like, he'd be sitting there trying to go heat blast. He turned into gray matter. Trying to go diamond head, turn the forms, et cetera, et cetera. And it was just a great show to watch back. It's like when I was young, like it came on around the same era as like a bunch of cartoons that are like my favorite of all time. Like it came on the same time that Naruto came on, Premier Tsunami, the same time that Avatar The Last appeared. It was just a great time for cartoons in general. Like I'll say it was at 2005, and I was just like, this shit here is heat. Why? I mean, every channel got heat on right now. I remember that one episode where he uh, finally hit the master controller. He could just hey. like, turn into any uh, any of his like uh, aliens at any time. And I was like, this is fire, man. Yeah, he had that, and that that it's just a character. Like the character development was good too. Like he started getting more control. He started growing up a little bit. Then at that, they had the series afterwards. The only two series I liked afterwards were Alien Force, Ultimate Alien. Like when he came back, he was teenage years. It was him, Gwen, and Kevin. They were fighting aliens from the universe and everything, saving the world. And he was more mature. And like, what's and also it got a little bit dark in some places, and I respect that because like you can push the envelope. But like, I I love Benton. Like, if you see my Apple Watch, I always have that insignia on it. So anybody asks about my watch, I like I know they're a real one. I had that too. I had that too at one point on my watch yeah <laughs> they also benton got one of the best openings one of the yeah. best openings by period like I, I love i love the, the og benton i can't say period because danny phantom had the best opening at me on that i said i said one of <laughs> i didn't say the danny okay. phantom's <laughs> op is, is crazy okay I, I i hate that they dumbed benton down with this current iteration fortunately because there's there's a Ben 10 out right now. Yeah, I know. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, but it's dumbed down. It's not as uh, drama-driven as the original series was. It's just like a whole lot of jokes and yeah, it's, it's just I don't not like good. the Teen Titans Go version of it. Yeah, 
Like, what's See, we, we're not going to disrespect Teen Titans Go like that. Oh, no, Teen Titans Go. I will. That, no, Teen Titans Go is awesome. No, no. Bit, no. Okay. All right. I just wanted to use it as a reference. I love just. What's what's your number five, bro? What's your number five? <laughs> um, well, first of all, I won't lie. I actually made an honorable mention, but it's just like Drew. So Go ahead, bro. Respect to you, Drew, for that one. I actually have a, a, yeah, a, a Where's Scooby-Doo? No, What's New Scooby-Doo? Okay. A Powerpuff Girls, Monsters mm-hmm. Home, Samurai Jack, and Class of 3000. People act like they don't know what that show is, but that Class of 3000 is fire. That's a good one. That's sure. a good one. Class of 3000 is a good one. I forgot about that one. People act like they do not remember that show. It's crazy. Three thousand was out here swinging crassets, bro. That was flame. For real, man. Like, like, oh like that show was really fire. Like for real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my number five has to be uh, Camp Laszlo. Honestly, I I loved Camp Laszlo. That, that drum was a, I got a good show. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Don't shoot man. the moon. I remember summers when I used to watch Camp Laszlo just chilling in my uh in my room eating uh what was I eating? Uh uh a big Joe. What is it? Isn't Sloppy that Joe? what that's called? Sloppy Joe, yeah. Oh, Sloppy, Joe. Oh, nah. <laughs> Sloppy like, Joe. Sloppy Joe. <laughs> I was like eating Sloppy Joe's. I, I I don't know. That that summer two thousand five, I just had a lot of Sloppy Joe's for some reason. <laughs> it's just a it's just a chill summer show. You just kick back and just I mean, like now it really like I really feel like it only came out in the summer. Like, now that now that I think about it, I remember watching Kevin Laszlo yeah. at like my, my grandparents' house during Dang. the summer. Yeah, for real. It, that, that, it's a chill summer show. I love that show. Remember that. And like the little uh the little the little uh like it, it comes to my tongue. It's like the push pops or whatever. Like the like like they cut the they cut the edges of your mouth, but like it's like what's that? You freeze them. They have like juice. You had the purple. They have purple one. Well, they sprinkle like the the powder on it a little bit. No, 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 oh, no. Nah. Put it in the freezer. Oh, you, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, you talking about those those little um icicle those popsicle things? On yeah. The... yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I, I, I said, don't think they have a name. I just think people just call them just popsicle sticks. I think. I don't like only thing I remember is like what's saying is like during the summer I had those and I was just watching them shows back in the day. Yeah, man. Good times. All good right. Time. So my number five, I think I might have cheated on this one. Uh, cause we said no tsunami shows, but I ah. think this debuted I think this debuted on normal Cartoon Network first. What is it? So my number five is Justice League. That's regular. Dang. Okay, know. okay. That's, That's a right. good one. All right. So besides Batman, the animated series is probably the most iconic superhero show of all time. Uh, my first introduction to superhero. It was my first introduction into superheroes and the knowledge that, you know, these characters have complex stories, you know, intricate stories that make them who they are. And Whenever I read a story with the seven characters, I, with the seven characters in the show, I read them with the voices from that show. Like I always will hear Kevin Conroy Batman. when I read Batman. I don't know the other people's names, but whenever I read a Superman comic, 
I always hear that dude's voice. Um, I'll look up his name later, but yeah, I I, <laughs> I always read Superman in his voice. It's just iconic. That's a good one. That's good. I, I forgot all about Justice League. Justice League. Then you had Justice League Unlimited, which is like you just had extended cast. Then you had Legion of Superheroes, which was it was I. Right. I, I need to watch that one. Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. My number four pick is Total Drama Island. What? Hey, don't make that face, bro. I seen that. that joke what, was what was that about? Y'all yeah. like that one? I like, that, like that one. I like. I, I like the first season. Yeah, I liked it, but it's not in my. Yeah, yeah, mainly, ma- mainly the first season. Mainly it's first only season. because of the, uh, because of the idea. You know, I I've never seen like a cart. Like I always thought that even before it came out, I was like, they should have a cartoon. Like, I literally remember saying this as a kid. I was, I was like, they should have a cartoon, like, reality show. And once, like, that literally came out, I was like, wow, like, that's really crazy. So, you know, I did, I did like, the first, uh, the first seasons, especially. That, that's mainly the reason why it's on my list. Um, and, you know, they had some babies on that show. I ain't, I, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> he talking about Glenn. Some, all of them. <laughs> Like, that's it. He said all of them. I mean, hey, it was crazy how LaShonda didn't win, though. Bruh. Because <laughs> 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 she did win. Didn't Owen win? Yeah, Owen won first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, 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 that's made of the season, I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. Owen won first season. I mean, let me see. I forget who won the other seasons after that. Only thing I know, the show got progressively crazy as it went along. Yeah, after a while, I just stopped watching. I was just, they were just you know, starting to try a little too hard on the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just, it was just becoming, you know, just gimmicky and all. I mean, it was always gimmicky, but yeah. it was just, it was, it was just too much of like total drama action and all that. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, honestly, they should just did like total drama island like second season or six. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they had, like was, I think they had six because I remember it was Island Action World Tour then. Revenge of the and some other island and see nah like nah. I, I watched all of them it, it was fun it's just that some of them it's like literally Chris was just like my like I remember I saw this meme they said the villain the first season was Heather but the real villain was Chris McClain I was like, he's the villain for all the all the seasons I hate no I, I he was so annoying I literally he was a, basically the star of the show but mm-hmm. I literally hated him bro uh, Chris like, McClain, he was so, the head guy the what's name the host Chris McClain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he he was so annoying. I hate like he was literally he was, a psychopath. Um, they put a, they put his voice actor in Sixteens too. That show was trash. Yeah, that show was trash. Yeah. Y'all didn't like Sixteens? That was trash, bro. Whoa, that's crazy. I I like that show. Yeah. I was I rather watch I was watching a Martin mystery during that time, but yeah. Sixteens <laughs> was on Nickelodeon first though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's All my right. fourth. That's just number four. All right. My number four has to be regular show. Yeah. Regular show. Yeah. Love that show. One I'm surprised that's not higher on your list. It's, it's another show that I take over that list. It's like what I'm saying. Regular show reminds me of my middle school, like late middle school to high school era. And it's just, it was just, it was perfect for that time as far as like, during then you're in that phase like you're 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 getting a little bit more mature you're starting to figure out how life is and this show has some of the aspects for it as far as relationships uh learning what's coming next because 
even though Mordecai and Rigby are technically grown working at the park, they still feel like they're either college slash high school kids with their antics and everything. And like, they're literally sitting here like, hey man, we're trying to buy a big video game or we're trying to get a burger or whatever. And then they, this man Benson's so heated all the damn time. <laughs> and it's just so freaking hilarious. The funniest episode was uh, the death punch joint. Yes. <laughs> Oh he went to that dude to learn how to do it. He was like, I'm turning my back on you. You, <laughs> you had better be gone or you're toast. He said, he said, 10 moments of death. Nine moments of death. <laughs> then this man literally Rigby goes there, steals the, uh, the, the what's the name, the little book or whatever. Yeah. And at that, like, like no! <laughs> it's like I said, like, like the show just goes zero to one hundred at any moment. Like literally, they can just be doing something simple as far as playing rock paper scissors, which is the premise of one of the episodes. And then I love the creativity, though. It's just like, like make the littlest things like just like bigger, man. It's, it's it's funny, man. And then out of nowhere, you got gods and explosions and this whole bunch of different stuff and whirlwinds and black holes, and I'm just like. It goes left so quickly and it's just so hilarious. But yeah, that's my, my number four. All right. My number four is going to be Kids Next Door. You know, I mean, I, I love Kids Next Door, bro. Like, I used to wish I had a nice little, like, tree house that I could, like, be in, like, with some people. And just, like, I don't know, like, uh, have, like, some water guns and we just take on adults all day and everything. It just seemed, like, so fun. And you're just in your preteens, you're 12, and you're just like, man, that seems like the life, man, honestly. It really did. <laughs> it was Jai Heat, man. I mean, yeah, he had all that. And then the movie they had for the show was awesome. I'm hip. You found out number one's dad was number zero, agent zero. That was tough. And then, like, what happened? The kids, um, uh, Number one's dad was, uh, he was brothers with a uh, father. Yeah, his father was his uncle this whole time. Yeah, man, I was like, down the lane or his that's, crazy. that's a crazy plot twist. And, then, and his dad was number zero, I think. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. what's yeah. like what's saying that you find that father is his like uncle, number one's uncle, and you find out all this different stuff. I'm just like, yo, that's just crazy, man. Yeah, I feel like they should have did more of that serious storylines where like this plot twist and stuff during like not at the very last few episodes. Yeah. Like, I wish they, they had like a, like a um, underlining storyline throughout that whole show. Like, a, you know, like, like the secret behind it. I wish if they did that, it definitely would have made that. I was about to say that anime. It definitely would have made the show like even, even, even better than what it already was. And that's you know, high on my list. That's all I'm saying. That last season was tough though. Even like the the new secret society that even Chad was in and then like number one. I was like, wow, that's tough. We thought Chad was a bad guy this whole time, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely one of the few cartoons that can easily be adapted into an anime. Like that. Yeah. Uh, Avatar, Ben 10. I feel like those could have definitely been, you know, anime. Yeah. So my number four is the amazing world of Gumball. So, Gumball. yeah. So good. I'm I'm gonna explain. I mean, it's a good show, but I didn't see it's on your list. It's, wait, hold on. Is it? Yeah. Did it stop running? Huh? Did it stop running, Gumball? I don't it's think still, so. It's still running. 
Okay. So I'm going to explain to the listeners what it is because they probably don't know. Well, some of them don't know. Gumball is about this dysfunctional hybrid cat, rabbit, rat, nuclear family called the Watersons who live in this town with equally strange creatures. The Watersons are essentially the town's Steve Urkel. And they cause the town to endure a plethora of strange and irritating situations. So I... When I first saw Gumball, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is this? <laughs> it's so strange. Like, you got this, like, cat, rat, you got this cat bunny cohabitating cat. Yeah. and having kids together. So Gumball is technically a cat and a rabbit. And then you actually watch the show. And the show is great because it masters, like, human and commentary. Uh, it masters all age humor and commentary on society uh, simultaneously. And Gumball has really interesting episodes. It has episodes about fascism. Ex- this word always fucks me up. Existentialism, <laughs> police brutality, <laughs> and obsession with the internet. It just has all these subtle, subtle ideas and concepts that, adults can grasp but it frames it in a way for all ages to grasp the concept and have like this highbrow conversation from this it's not a necessarily lowbrow cartoon but this cartoon that is for children so i think that's why it's so great yeah there are definitely some uh hidden messages in there as well Uh, yeah one of my favorite episodes has to be, uh, <laughs> I think it's the one where, like, Gumball's dad finally gets a job or something like that. Oh, yeah. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, just, be, just off the strength that he got a job, the whole order and chaos of the world is now out of whack. Like, cars are flying now. Like, the color of the world is changing. And they're like, they got to get him fired just because <laughs> he's destroying the world. I think it's odd that people haven't done anything with the hot dog episode. You remember the hot dog episode where uh, Gumball and the hot dog dude, they were oh. trying to be nice to each other. Like what's the name of the one like they're trying to like, or the one they're trying to figure out where they're awkward or the one they're trying to be best friends. Uh, I think, I think the one where it was where they were trying to be best friends. I don't know. Yeah. It might be, it might be, it was the one where they were in the tent together and stuff like that. Yeah, All right, uh, I'm done. <laughs> uh, number three. So um, we have, we had Dexter. We had uh, Teen, I said, All right, I basically just gave up. Num- number three, Teen Titans. Goodness. Uh, you know, one of my favorite, oh my goodness, one of my favorite uh, shows. This is kind of how I feel like how Justice League was, you know, it was, you know, it, it, it let me down, you know, I, even though I love Teen Titans Go and it's, it's good for what it was, you know, it's just it's, Teen Titans Go made me appreciate the re- OG Teen Titans even more. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, so I just love how OP they made Slade, like, <laughs> they made him like he was literally unbeatable, Facts. which... And which in in the show he 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 kind of was you know everybody talks about the iconic scene when you know uh, Robin is basically fighting himself 
he was, you know, slave wasn't even there and all that, you know, with the lights and all that, couldn't see him. But, um, you know, that's definitely in my top five list. Uh, they had four seasons, I believe. Um, I don't think they're ever going to. Oh, did they announce that they're going to come back? Or, or I mean, no, during, during the Teen Titans Go movie. Yeah, I think it was, was like some, like, I'm not sure. Yeah, there's some. T- I actually now since I remember, I think they will have a fifth season. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think it's gonna be anytime soon. They're gonna have, like they'll have a sixth season. Yeah. Oh, oh, they they have five. Yeah, they have five. Okay, yeah. So so they're gonna have another season. Um, so I'm definitely gonna be watching all of that. Um, so yeah, that's definitely my top five. That's one of one of the most enjoyable superhero, uh, TV shows. Uh, that I can see that and you know Justice League and all that Young Justice well definitely Teen Titans one thing uh, Slade and Teen Titans I think is the best depiction of Deathstroke I've like read or watched really I, yeah I, I really think it is whenever I um, read about Deathstroke in like a comic or something like that I just don't take him seriously for whatever reason Maybe because I haven't read Judas Contract. I don't know. <laughs> Piggybacking off Drew, my number three is also Teen Titans. Yes, sir. But, like, what's the name? As far as, like, what you're saying, uh, Marcus, yeah, like, whenever I see, think of Slade, like, I think of Deathstroke because, like, that was just the first o- OP, OG villain that we saw back in the day because the way he used to get this man Robin's head had that man out here up late nights obsessed for his next move and everything. Then the fact that, like, because, like, the first season was just about him and Robin and everything. They're back and forth, back and forth. And then uh, he, he made Robin underneath his wing with the whole, like, he infected the Titans with that micro cell thing or whatever. Then he had the whole terror thing, which was basically the uh, the contract and all that. And it was, ju- it was just tough to see that and everything. And then even still, after he dies from the terror thing, comes back is Trigon's right-hand man with powers and everything to fight Raven. I'm just like, this man is just a real OG. I can't, I can't even swear. He did get more stronger. That Red X episode was tough, too. That that was was like, oh, yeah. That's tough. Yeah, Red X was tough, too. Mm-hmm. As far as that whole show, loved it. Funny thing is, out of all the characters in the whole show, Starfire is the only person not to have her own season. And her yeah, season would be season. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Starfire never had her own season because Robin had Slade, uh, Cyborg had Brother Blood, Raven had the whole Trigon thing, Beast Boy had the final season, which was the uh, Doom Patrol slash what's the name, uh, Brain of Evil or whatever, Doctor Brain or whatever. And Starfire only had like three episodes. Her, if they actually did give her a season, it would bring them into like cosmic territory, which. Would have been awesome. Yeah. That's my number three. My number three is going to be uh, Rumor Revenge of a Billion. Hey. That show is fire, bro. It's just like comedic nonsense all over the place, man. Just, just straight fire. And uh, Fred Fred Berger made that show. Fred <laughs> 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 That episode was like OG, the uh, the keeper of the Reaper, if I remember correctly. That was fire, and the Big Boogie Adventure was hard oh too. Oh my god, that movie was flame. And uh, also love their Halloween episode with Jack O' Lantern. That was that was hard. Yeah. 
So my number three is also the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. <laughs> and I sh- I should hate the show because they used to call me Irwin back in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dang. So, Dang. Um, but Irwin's family was kind of, I don't know if they were cool, but it was kind of, I guess they were kind of cool. His mom being a mummy was kind of uh, weird, but them being uh vampires and stuff like that that was kind of cool his granddaddy uh yeah his his granddaddy was uh <laughs> count dracula that was funny um but it should have been on adult swim i think it would have made been more definitely headways. funnier yeah right. um definitely. it had great subtle adult jokes and like for instance when in that movie yeah, we're just talking about, and they saw a vision of Irwin when he grew up, and he was like this strong black guy. Mandy and then, and he was um, dating Mandy, and she was a fat white woman. That was funny <laughs> as hell. I just uh, playing on that stereotype, and it deserves <laughs> a spot alone just for the Yo Mama episode. Yo mama, so oh my god. <laughs> Yes. Principal good vibes. I love I, I love the part when uh, <laughs> when um was it was that Billy? He was like I, or it, it with a spider. I can't oh, remember. Oh, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Dad. <laughs> I want you to die. <laughs> I'll do anything you want, Dad. <laughs> I want you to <laughs> Oh man, you gonna make me watch, watch that show again, man. Uh, <laughs> That Jamaican ass nigga, bro. Oh wait, we're on two now. Yep. Yeah. All right. Number two is see the thing with number two and my number one. They're really both my number ones, but this so this is like my one A. Uh, Ed and Eddie, one of the funniest cartoons. Oh, you know, I want to say it is the second funniest cartoon that I've seen besides SpongeBob. Um, Ed, Ed and Eddie, they still have memes that are used to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, I, if you go back and watch, you, I would be dying laughing like I seen it the first time. Uh, the the sound effects behind, <laughs> when you think there's sound effects every two seconds in the show, but it's not even annoying. Like, it's literally yeah. just hilarious. And, um, you know, we already talked, I don't know if this was on air or not, but we talked about Johnny. Uh, yeah, we talked about this off air about Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the the one thing I will say about Ed and Eddie was uh, how they portrayed the only black character on the show, uh, Johnny. I did, I did not like that, you know, with the what was he watermelon man or something like that? Watermelon. Water- watermelon. That watermelon. shit was racist. Black character on the show talking to a piece of wood, and he's a watermelon thing superhero. He could have been cantaloupe man. He could have been melon do honey melon do man. He said nah, watermelon head. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not uh, that was no. not the best moments. But I will say they <laughs> also had uh, <laughs> I will say they also had some like just straight up hilarious characters just alone. Like you know Ed, like Double D, uh, Eddie, um, Jimmy, um, Rolf. Goodness, Rolf probably the funniest yes. one. Uh, <laughs> and they also had some fire. Um, 
like specials, like the uh, Christmas jingle jangle. Uh, yeah. I believe there was a Halloween one, right? Uh, Boo Halloween or something. Yeah, they they had the uh, the Christmas one was probably the best one. I would say like it was it was actually like a legit. Well, to me, it was it was actually like like a legit good. Did y'all like their uh, movie finale, the Big Picture Show? I don't remember that. I like the finale. Mm. Wow. I I just love how just just the premise of it is so stupid. Like there are no parents in the entire show. Everybody's this is just literally all kids in a whole cul-de-sac and like uh Ed is literally just or Eddie is literally just trying to just make make a make a quarter. <laughs> they can't make a quarter though. <laughs> just trying to get some job work. And like they make food look so good on that show. I don't know, I don't know how, I don't know why. Like the animation makes no sense. They're just constantly just moving if you stand still. That it's it's just how stupid it is makes it so good. Like it's 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 just I, I yeah. Ed and Eddie. I, I, I'm talking about it like it really should be my number one. I think about it, but right now it's number two. And like these kind of cartoons are like a good stupid, and you get it though. But like today, it'll just be like this is just too dumb. Like I'm, I'm not gonna, you know? Yeah, yeah. Think about it. It had me feeling for a jolly uh, job a jawbreaker, <laughs> a jawbreaker. And when I finally got one, I was like, this shit is trash. Jawbreakers yeah. are terrible to eat. They, yeah, they, they're, they're terrible. That's they, what I'm saying. Like, so. you had to sit there. I'd rather have a gun. Describe how to eat it because I don't even know how they fit the jawbreakers in their mouths, to be to be honest. Like, they would just stick the whole thing in their yeah. mouths. Like, it was, yeah, it was, it was no wild. How the hell you do that? You have to dislocate your jaw and everything to do that. Like, they were some hustlers. They, they made 25 cents, seems like it was $2,500. Like, Facts. Like, yeah. they made it seem so unattainable. <laughs> like, Eddie, Eddie was, like, our first um, exposure to, like, crackhead behavior. I was going to say entrepreneurship. But go ahead. I mean, <laughs> I, I, think, I think both. I think, yeah. both. I think that's more yeah. Eddie, because Eddie be sitting there. I remember that one episode where they were they had like the bet to see who can go longest without doing like their mannerisms or whatever. This man mm-hmm. was fiending for some gravy. <laughs> like literally, cause like what's in it? Like I remember it was like, they were on the bus, they made a bet. Everybody, like all the boys made a bet. Like what's name? Everybody had to give up whatever. Rolf gave up me. Uh, Double D gave up big words. Eddie gave up yelling. Kevin gave up calling them, do- calling Eddie, Ed, what's in the S dorks. Johnny even gave up plank. And what's the name? Uh, Like literally, this man, what's the name? Ed was out here like, yo, where gravy at, man? Where the gravy at, man? I need it. Scratching everything. That last uh, season wasn't, it was cool, but it wasn't like, it was like nice and nostalgic. They got too shiny and they were always in school and everything. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Had to change it up, man. Can't be summer forever. I guess. Oh, yeah, it was in summer school. for years. Hey, they did have summer. Yep. Right. But um, also we haven't mentioned the uh, the cankers. They oh, <laughs> the oh, biggest yeah. predators that I've seen. Oh my goodness! They were they were that that, that dynamic was funny. Well, nobody would talk about the canker sisters. I mean, heck, if they were the canker brothers, and this was other story, it'd be canceled. Canceled right away. Actually, now that I think about it, it probably wouldn't have been canceled. But uh, yeah. Probably. No, nah, I think they would have been canceled, but I, I, they would definitely be like MAGA people. Um, 
<laughs> oh yeah. Today. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It, what's in trailer tra- trailer park? Yeah. That's the audience. They were sure. Sick. The one with the blue hair was a height though. Anyways, um wait, what? Uh, wait a minute. He just sped past Go ahead, that. Kenny. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Kenny. Number two. Number two. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. My number two, we already said it before. It's uh, Justin uh, Marcus is number three. Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Like, like I said, the show is just hilarious. You got this man, Grim, which is. As well as Greg Eagles, but I thought it was for Lamar. But what's saying basically the dude was hilarious. I mean, like the premise of the show, literally two kids, they win the best friendship of the Grim Reaper after beating him in the game of limbo over a dying hamster. And even though we never see the hamster ever again for the rest of the show, but that's literally the premise of it. And then my thing is the thing to me that got me years later, I'm like, y'all supposed to be best friends. That means, like, we kick it or whatever, and, like, we might get food or, or something like that. They got this man doing chores, slave labor, messing up the, the universe, doing this and that. And I'm just like, come on, man. I mean, Billy's just dumb as hell. Mandy. At first, Mandy, I was like, back when I was young, I was like, all right, she's she just mean and everything. But as I got older, I was like, damn. Can you just chill out one day, man? I mean, I mean, you can't. I mean, you always on ten every time I see you, man. I mean, who pissed in your cereal? Yeah, and it was crazy because, like, I remember like they made it like a running thing that Mandy never smiled. But in yeah. the first episode, I mean, she smiled though. Yeah, she did. Not that like, what's the name of like they had that one like it wasn't a special, but it was like that one episode where she entered yeah. the pageant show for like the line, like the scurvy pageant show, or whatever they had. And then she smiled, and it broke the universe. And then they all turned into Powerpuff Girls or some shit like that. Yeah, that was funny though. That was was hilarious. Like, did we forget that she smiled in the first episode or something? Yeah, they had that, and after that, I remember that. Like, like I said, the specials are flame. Like, like what's saying like Justin missing the uh, Halloween joint with Jack. Yeah, and then Grimm's like, "Hey, yo, bro, I don't like being played. Cut that man's head off, and he had to be a pumpkin head for the rest of eternity." That was flame. Christmas special was good too. I like the Christmas special. Yeah, good. that was dope. Yeah. Um, y'all remember the the Asher figure episode? And they oh, were uh melting down the that, toys. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that was wild. Yeah. They would just melt the toys down and shit. Melt the toys down. <laughs> that was crazy. Put, them in the, put them in a little tin and Billy stuck in the drink forever. It's like it's crazy watching that show because like Funny thing is, that show never gave me nightmares, yet Courage the Cowley Dog did. Oh, yeah. I did not watch Courage like that. I did not have that. I stay away from Courage, especially after I found out that it's based on a real story. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 There's like, what's saying some, like, it was literally a story about like a farm, like a farmer and his wife, and like they had a dog, and that, that, like, literally they visited like a while later, and they were just nowhere to be found. No bodies, no bones, just. Like, like I said, like, curse, like, what's saying, Grim Adventure Billy Mandy, I remember, because, like, remember the episode where they had the brownies? You mean the, the chocolate? No, it was, a, it was, it was not chocolate, it was brownies. But, like, what's saying, basically, it's the first episode that had a Haas Delgado on it. 
Oh, oh, yeah. I remember this one. Isn't this the one where the the zombies come to life after they? Yeah, eat the, the zombies come to life and everything. It's like what's name? Uh, Billy had made some brownies with like Grimm's evil salt or whatever, and then what's name? Zombies came to life and was coming all, from all around the globe because like literally the smell had permeated all around the globe, and all the zombies came to their house to try to eat them. And then Grimm's like, "Nah, these are my brownies, bro." And then they fight over him, and then they give him Grimm's skull because he had the brownies hidden in his head. And that's the end of the episode. Like, I don't remember that episode was creepy, but it didn't give me nightmares. But Return to Slap and Courage the Cowardly Dog was still wild as hell to me. You see, every time I watched Courage the Cowardly Dog, I would have to end the night with something like nice and like, yes. like right after I watched an episode. I was like, look, I can't go to bed like this. This, uh, my mindset is like a little, yeah. It was but, just so uh, unnatural. It was, it was just like, yeah. But yeah. yeah. That's my number two. All right, my number two has to be Dexter's Lab. Like, oh wow, bro, this is that show was that's high. high. Is that what? That's it. That's high on your list. Yeah. It's uh, it's just a lot of nostalgia, man. I love the nostalgia. Yeah, just, yeah. Like you just watching everything, and just like okay, okay. I don't know. Even like the the intro, man, is just tough. Like this. Don't even have this guy. Right? Yeah. There you go. Did you watch the movie? It was, what movie? It was like the multiverse of madness or whatever, like where he started, like he was going through the multiverse and he was like, it was him teaming up with like older versions of him and everything. Yeah. Right, like Mandark or something like that, if I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then at the end, it's a reveal. The reason why they got to this state is because Dee Dee messed up something in their lab. Never could stay out that I, did, I did not know that was a movie. Yeah. I thought that was just a sh- Oh, well, yeah. So I guess I did see that. I, I didn't. I thought, I thought that was episodes. But yeah, that was, that was, that was definitely fire. Yeah. Oh, well, that's my number two. Dexter's Live. My number two is Teen Titans Go. So, (laughs) so I don't know how you could be a DC Comics fan, like a DC Comics faithful, and not love Teen Titans Go. It has great allusions to uh, the DC Comics storylines, the characters, like the episode where all the different Robins showed up. You had the original Robin, the Batman, the animated series Robin, and the Carrie Kelly Robin. And it had multiple allusions to Cyborg joining the Justice League, uh, which he eventually does in the New 52. And you have these like little trinkets like Batman always hanging out with Commissioner Gordon. And they have like this giggly relationship going on. And a couple of other things. So... I also love how the creators, Aaron Harvath and Michael Jelinek, how they troll fans. Because everybody was like, oh, my God, how is this not the sequel to Teen Titans? How, why is it not serious like Teen Titans? And it's because the show was never supposed to be that. So people are comparing it to Teen Titans. And... I never understood why, because it's a comedy show. It's clearly a comedy show. And why would a comedy show be compared to an action show? 
Um, and the the creators know how to troll us as well as themselves. Like there was this one episode where the Teen Titans met Aaron and Michael, and they basically the the second half of the episode they were basically just making fun of themselves um it's also informational like there was this one episode where they teach you how to build equity and i didn't know anything about that <laughs> so it was it's just extremely clever and it has creative writing and that's why i love it yeah we gonna agree to disagree off that <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, wow. Pretty high up on the list, man. That's I mean, yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. Man. It's so funny. I would never put it even in the top 100, but still. I think it's the best. I think it's funnier than the uh, Harley Quinn show, to be honest. I, I, mean, I haven't watched that, but I've seen all like little clips on the YouTube, and I, I feel like it's all right. But, I've like, been saying it's really, it's, it's like super funny. I haven't checked it out yet, but I'll. Yeah, I've seen some clips as well. It's uh, it's, it seems pretty funny, but definitely, Teen Titans Go is actually hilarious for for like if you, it's always on Cartoon Network. So you know, if you turn it on right now, it's probably on. So you, there's a whole bunch of opportunities to watch it. But yeah, it's, it's it's definitely a nice pastime show to watch if if you like having some chores to do or something. I put Mr. Media over Teen Titans Go any day of the week. But let's next go to the next question. <laughs> you said Mr. Media. <laughs> <laughs> that, show was that show was wild. Mr. Mr. Media is a nightmare. Go any day of the damn week, no matter how much cringe and puppets we had, I will put it over it. Come on, this is crazy. Chill out, chill out, <laughs> chill out, chill out. Friends meetsy meet. Bro, that show is a nightmare, bro. <laughs> All right, let's go number one. No, anyways. Anyways, my number one is Codename Kid Next Door. Um, so, yeah, I've always been high on it um, since I've started watching it. Uh, I love, I actually love every, you know, all the numbers. I love all of them. Uh, my favorite one is probably number five. Um, number five first, was smooth as shit. No, yeah. Number five is the GOAT, man. I lo- I, and I love her a voice actor. Um, I've heard her in so many other shows. But, it's uh, funny because her voice actor's name is really Cree, like like her sister. Yeah, Cree funny. Summers is so fine. And if you don't know who she is, she is... Hold on. Let me um, look her up. She's Wichicom from A Different World. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's her name? Ah, what's her name on Different World? Um, f- I think it be- begins with a F. Freddy. Yeah, that, that was... I haven't watched in a while. That's her name, though, on the show? Yeah, Freddie. She used to have a crush on Dwayne. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. She played number five? Yeah, she played number five. She played also Valerie in, uh, in Danny Phantom. She played Cree herself, too. She played... Uh, she played um, 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 Susie off... Uh, 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 Rugrats. Rugrats, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's a voice acting legend. Nope. She is. Wow. I did not know that was okay. Yeah. So that makes me black girl on uh what's saying? What's the name of the show? Drawn Together. What? I don't know that one. What's it called? 
It's called Drawn Together. It's basically imagine. It was like around the time I would like. Let's say if you search it up, the first episode is wild as hell. But it was an episode around the time I think it came out on Comedy Central or FX. But it's about a oh yeah, that show. That show was wild. <laughs> it's like it was around the time like I'll say like 2005, 2010 era where they're just having wild shows to push the envelope, like South Park, Family Guy esque. But imagine that they take it the next step further. That's drunk. Yeah, I never saw it, but I saw like a little clip where like she had the chicken wing, the drumstick, and she put it down by. Her. Yeah. <laughs> and then she cooked the That's that what like. Oh, that one, nah. Like you see that one meme with like that girl, that black girl. She looks like a fox or whatever, and she said like they said, well, they can't see it from the phone, but like what's they said uh, like what's yeah. that? Oh, there, there it is. Yeah, that's the show. Like the black girl, like she on the memes and say, "White girl say like, why can't guys ever make me? Yeah, that they you show her with a jackhammer just down here, just ah, uh, yeah." That's wow. Funny. Yeah. So, um, King King Candy is definitely up there. Um, at first I like um number four because that was in my uh, Raphael area era <laughs> when I was you know, that was just just stupid. So. Yeah, those those type of characters I uh I liked at first, but um, you know, I definitely also num n- number one is also up there too. He's probably my second favorite. But oh, um, I think Raphael is everybody's favorite Ninja Turtle. Yeah, yeah, oh. I think so too. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's my number one. I don't I don't think it needs much explaining. Um, I think it's one of the best Cartoon Network shows we've ever had. So. There you go. And it's the, the idea makes everybody want to be a part of that universe. Like, you can't tell me somebody that watched K&D was like, I don't want to. I, I wish this wasn't real because I definitely wish this joint was real. I remember playing with playing my friends being like, OK, I'm number four. I'm number three. All that stuff. Like, <sighs> I just said this, like, for my pick for number four. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Must be Justin was right. I mean, everybody like, like you said, you got a house. You got like a. A nice tree house, man. Just a nice tree house. It's like, yo, if we get a tree house, that'd be lit. You know, get the squad over. We playing missions, you know, be in the backyard or something. All they would be doing is just eating candy and literally playing video games until there was a mission to go on. Mm-hmm. The life. The life. I've never seen them in school. One episode they were. There was an episode they were. in school, and they were talking about how they, um, they created the adults. And that yeah. was a really tough episode. But actually, that was like that was just his report. Remember, that was just his report about the journey, number one's report. And it was like the teacher was like, "Hey, stop dressing, tell your fiction, and everything." That that at the end of the episode, she's like, hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> "This just reminded me, wasn't the teacher like a were wolf or something like that? Something like that. Wasn't he the boss? Like the like they had so the- many weird enemies on that show. They had like." Dad father, that's the OG one. Then they had like yeah. the, the dude who made you want to br- what's say one of the brush people's teeth. Oh yeah, he was he was funny. They had some vampire looking Negro. Count Spankula. Yeah. Count Spankula. Count, Count Spankula wanted Spankula that smoke. Pervert. Yeah, he, he was. Smoke. Yeah. Count Spankula was a pervert, bro. I ain't gonna try to pull up on kids you don't Let know. Me ask you to slap slap children's ass, bro. I'm here. Mm. That's wild. But yeah, that's my number one. Right. Number one, it's already been addressed before. It isn't Eddie. It's just, I mean, heck, I love that show. It's you can put it on any time, no matter what. I can be forty years old with 
kids were in high school and I can put that on, I can't guarantee I'll still be laughing like I was 10 years old. Because it's oh. just that hilarious. It's like, it's not, it doesn't try hard. It's not trying to do all these overactive stuff. It's just hilarious. Like, you sit here, you got Eddie, you got Ed, you got Double D, and then they're just trying to sit here, hustle for a buck or whatever. I mean, you got Eddie, he's the man with, he's, he's the man who comes up with the, uh, with, with the plan, but D puts it into action and Ed's the muscle man. But they always get messed up because something goes wrong because either Eddie's too overzealous or Ed's just, you know, Ed's just Ed. Just, it's just like, he's just hilarious with it and everything. And I mean, besides the, well, problematic stuff, which kind of brought it down, because like you don't notice that till years in advance. Like I didn't notice it till like years later. I watched the show again. I was like, wait, why is he? Like, why is, like, the foreign people in the show getting done like this? Because Johnny with the watermelon head, like we said earlier, that, that I remember that other episode where uh, the Ed's head went missing while they were making the scam, and it was, like, they made, like, this little jungle or whatever, and, they like, Johnny had found, like, Ed's disguise. He was going to be a monkey, and then you had Johnny walk around and say, I'm a monkey, look at me, I'm a monkey, look at me, and I'm like, yeah. Come on, y'all can do better. And then at that day out here doing my man Rolf, like he out here farming, he doing all this other stuff. And I'm like, why y'all do the I mean, why y'all do the foreigners like this, man? They just trying to kick it, bro. But the funny thing is, even though they be like depicting like that, they get done better than the Eds get because they always get the short end of the stick sometimes. And it's just like sometimes I can understand it's warranted because they do be annoying them sometimes. Other times they just be trying to kick it. They be playing like they be sitting here. Oh, we're playing tag. We're playing how to go see. We're about to go to this party here. Can we come? No. I was like, damn. What they do? <laughs> do y'all remember the one episode where it was like, um, they did a scam, and at the end, they were old, and they realized they were literally like just having memories from the past the whole time. Yes. I was just like, this is sad, man. It's like I'm old. Yeah. It's so is. I'm so like torn on it because I don't fuck with it because of Johnny shit. I, I just don't fuck with it. That's what if it wasn't for the Johnny shit, Johnny it would have been on my list. That's what I'm for saying. For sure. It would have been number three or something like that. Cause I remember Ed and Eddie Ed, Ed and Eddie is ages because I remember this one time where me and my grandma was watching it on vacation and it was just something like really little, like um, something happened and something, a thought tried to register to Ed or something like that. And it was like, the, the caller you're trying to reach is not in service right now. And we just bust out laughing. Like it, it, it is very funny, but I just can't get behind the, the Johnny shit. Yeah. Or you maybe want to watch that joint right now. Like. Like literally, because it's just such a good show, man. Like literally, like this, like it's not just a show in general. You have the specials and the specials, like every special is just a knockout of the park. I mean, you had the Halloween episode where Eddie was in this man Ed is having hallucinations and everything, and it's just going through the neighborhood giving everybody the work over. Oh yeah, he <laughs> was a freaking stop sign. Like he literally. <laughs> They literally skip to another scene before and that, that, that he was a that, that like he puts his he buries his own sister alive, throws Kevin off a cliff. It's just, it's just wild that in the, the what's the name the 
Valentine's episode, which is weird, like everybody's just hooking up for some reason, like they're all getting together because like Sarah and uh, Jimmy are Cupid at this thing, and then Rolf is the only one immune, and he like sprays him like some blood repellent, and they go into a hamper, and this is the end of the episode. And then after that, you had the Christmas episode where like Eddie's just trying to come up off some presents off everybody. Yeah. And it's just, Yo, like I said, it was uh, was a little interesting. He had the meat hanging from like the the freaking Christmas tree and everything. I mean, that's Rolf, man. And I was just like, Rolf is the goat, bruh. Rolf is the goat of anything, bro. Like my literally the goat. <laughs> my favorite episode had to be like that one episode where Ed, not not Ed, Eddie, is making like the video for his older brother to show him that he's not a baby anymore and everything. Mm. And oh, yeah, I remember that. Like the end, like the end part is like the part that always has me geeks. Like, what's saying they're inside Eddie's room and everything, and he like they have like drawings of the kids walking around and everything. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm so fed with everything. I mean, I'm out here. It's a part of my crib and all that. It's lit and all that." And then after that, like you see Ed is like, "Hey, they're hungry, Eddie," because like like they stole Rolf's chickens to have yeah. walk the little car birds around the room. You see this man Rolf sniffing his way into the room, and then like, what's the name? He's like, hey, yo, what was out here? It's like, oh, I signed Rolf yet. And he signs on this man's lip, his name, Eddie. And then this man Rolf just went zero to 100. Oh, <laughs> he says, like, he's like, you dared defile the face of a son of a shepherd? <laughs> you try to steal my soul with this with some video box? <laughs> we have to run it now. Uh, that's like, like I said. Moments like that is making my number one because it's just it's hilarious. But I wish they did Johnny better. That's it. All right, my number one also has to be. (laughs) 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 I I have to give it to it. Like it's just too funny, bro. Like going back to Drew with like the sound effects in the background and everything. The sound effects be killing me, bro. Like that. That's so unreal. And then, like, one of my favorite episodes probably has to be the one where, like, Ed is, like, mad the whole show. And it's all because he has a rock in his shoe. And this man is, like, destroying the whole playground. And it was funny because they used... Oh, yeah, the rock in his shoe. Man just had a pebble, and he was eating it the whole time. And the crazy thing was, Johnny figured out because Plank was, like, he was, like, like, you said, what, Plank? Are you sure this is going to work? And he just pulls his shoe off, and the thing just falls out. I'm like, what? How did he know? Oh, <laughs> uh, and it was what's even more funny is like a week ago, I saw like a meme where Ed was like sitting on the stump, how he was angry and everything, and then they had Cell in front of him, like he was at the Cell games, and they had like Ed all powered up and everything. I was like, <laughs> Ed was always too strong. Him and Rolf, bro. Like, hey, did, did y'all see the uh, video on YouTube of uh, Madara fighting the uh, Shinobi Alliance, but with Ed and Eddie background music? Yes. Bruh. Oh, I didn't oh see that. I got to see that. <laughs> oh, that's great. Hey, so great. Group chat. I got to see that. Oh, my God. All right, hold on. Let me, let me try to find it. That joke's great, bro. Uh, yeah. like, the craziest thing is, like, even though they get – they will get beat up by either the whole like the whole kid group, or they'll get beat up by like either Kevin, Rolf, or mainly Sarah. My thing is Ed has enough strength to stop this. It's just that he's so like like his brain is either too innocent at the time to go for it, or is it just like 
hey man, my man is taking an L. I take an L with him or something. That's he picked up a house and threw it on top of Eddie. That's the reason why, like, my thing is Ed basically, like, every time he could save them from a lot of these L's they be taking at the end of these episodes because they can fight their way out because he has enough strength for it. But it's just that he be sitting and letting that stuff happen. I don't think Ed is smart enough to realize how strong he is at the time. So it just is like, like, oh no, Sarah's coming. I, I, I like, you know, so it's just like, bro, do you not realize the strength that you have? Remember that one episode that got high? Uh, well, they were high, technically high, like what same they said they want to get educated to find out the secrets of the universe or something like yes, that. That was the best episode ever. And then, like, stuff started unraveling. They took Jimmy's outline now. He drained into the store. Then Sarah was running up where they yeah, cut a hole in the sky. Clouds and everything. It was just, yeah. Man, it, man. That, has to, that has to be my number one, man. I've loved that show since I was a kid. And I, even to this day, man, there's just so many, like, references to it. Like, the one where, like, uh, what's his name? Kevin is, like, grounded or something. Yes. <laughs> And Eddie and all of them are just messing with, with Kevin. And Eddie pulls his pants down and he's, he like flashes Kevin. And then Eddie's in the background. He's like, oh, Eddie, I am turning into a werewolf. I was like, wait, hold on, what? <laughs> oh my God, bro. I remember that too. He's like, Kevin can't get us. All right, so I'm going to get into my number one, which is also Kids Next Door. Name Kids Next Door. So, the amount of LSD Mr. War, I think it's War Button, had to do to come up with the concepts and the ideas in this show. I don't think Kids Next Door gets enough credit. It really doesn't. I swear it. I swear it don't. It's the amount of imagination. It's just crazy. You you come up. I didn't even think about it. I watched the episode on it uh today and i didn't know i didn't think of them as spies i thought of them as just like an organization but they're technically spies or whatever and to come up with a with a show about these kids spies that Mm -hmm. have to fight against these adults and this other organization of teenagers Mm -hmm. is just crazy and to come up with the weapons like the the little mustard gun um the mech suits then you got like the the different um the different uh vehicles and stuff like that yep. where they could transform into like a Gundam thing and all that, like power rangers on yeah. Yeah. And then you have the the different episodes where they get their own individual episodes. I loved Hoagie's episodes, number two episodes. Yeah. When they did like yeah, a yeah, kind of yeah. like a world, world War Two type of thing with him flying, and well, that's why I thought of World War Two with him flying and the other guy and stuff like that. Or when Number Four had to fight against the volleyball, no, not the volleyball, the what's that, the dodgeball wizard, or when. Number five had to go on her secret missions to find the best ice cream. And yeah. the the life of kids from down the lane was about to spoil it with um sprinkles. Yes. That that episode made me 
never want to put sprinkles on my ice cream. I was like, nope. Number five said, don't put that shit on your ice cream, bro. Don't do that shit. That golden um, ice cream is good too, man. It looks lame. I won't even. And lie. it made it made root beer my favorite soda. Root beer, yes. <laughs> they they used to um. There was an underground root beer operation and shit like that. <laughs> Man, it, the the imagination is just crazy. Um, and I think they should have had an MMO for it. I think I think it would have worked. Um, if they had like a Destiny type thing for it and it came out nowadays with uh, decent graphics, I think it would work. So I, I, I always imagine that they should have I think they should have profited off of the Rainbow Monkey thing, but I don't think enough girls watched the watched the show. And I think they should have made a good video game. Um, they, they definitely should have, yeah. Like, the, it's, it was so crazy. Like, you have the teenagers, they're all, like, guys and girls are, like, are wearing bras because that's an armor for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Bro, I remember that. Wow. The only weird part about Kids Next Door was the relationship between Hoagie and um, Cree. Yes. I mean, he ends up with yeah. him at the end, but it's just like, he's like, hey, what's up? Like, like it's like the episode he has her babysitting him. And he yeah date or whatever. And remember, uh, number, five, <laughs> number Five's dad was uh, Bill Cosby. So oh my god. I remember this. They gonna that. cut all them parts out. <laughs> That's you. Man. Oh my Is god. It, every every little object, like it's it seems like everything was made in such detail. And everything was everything had its own purpose in the show. Like I didn't even I couldn't even I forgot all about the the the, the cars and the, and the uh the guns and all that stuff until you brought it up. And it it just really made me remember uh remember like the opening was fire. It had the uh, the uh, James Bond vibes mm-hmm. and then like how every episode started with the uh the computer like typing, you know, the premise yeah. of that like yeah. I, that was the, the operation. That was so fire like that they, they introduced them out of all these things too. That's yes, they introduced every weapon like on the like Y'all remember right. the um the snow day episode and it was basically like a a call t- a call back to uh Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Yes. He, uh the school principal, right? Uh not uh the president, the class president, Jimmy. Yeah, he wanted everybody Jimmy. to go to school, I think to vote on the election or something like that. Yes. That's yeah. cr- that was crazy. And with the school bosses as the walkers yeah. and shit like that, yo. <laughs> <laughs> to think, to think about all that. black, just like Darth Vader and everything. I was like, it was just tough, bro. And you remember when uh, the president was like, he held his fist up like he was doing the force, and then uh, one of his henchmen was like, uh, he was choking the <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was like, why are you doing that strange shit? He was like, I had tacos last night. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, my favorite reference had to be the episode where. They were like they were trying to get the birthday cake or whatever, and every, all the members were telling their story about finding delightful kids from down the lane. Because the the mission is every time it's their birthday, they try to spoil it. It was like number four's turn, and he was telling it like how he was Goku or some shit like that. And like the delightful kids from down the lane were Frieza. Yeah. And then this man like went Super Saiyan. Like what's saying, they were all powering up. They got bigger. He got like he got a little bit bigger than that. That he was Super Saiyan. That you see his hair is just like the same height as them, but he still has small. 
Yeah. Yo, y'all remember the episode where the school nurse was using the crust from kids' eyes to make that pie? Uh, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> I tried to get the episode out of my memory, bruh. God. <laughs> that was so I, weird. It was a good episode, but it was just weird. He's doing his pink eye crust. Like, yeah. I like the little um, mystery vibe it had behind it. Like, with number two and everything, he was like, I had just finished my home. I don't know, man. He just had the whole... It's like they were trying to do like a Casablanca kind of thing a little bit, but like that was like the romance, like one of those early things. Like the references in that show were like this on point. It was just, it was just a great show to watch. Like it had, it was jokey enough. And then like it got serious at some points. Cause I remember like they had a couple, like, I mean, how many, I remember they had that one, they had two movies. They had the, they had the Agent Zero. They had the the final movie where it's Galactic Kids next door, where like number one goes to space. I feel like it was one more special before then, though. All right, before we end the show, I do want to give a special call out to Steven's Universe. Though I think that show is very special, and I think it it's going to cause a generation of kids that won't have to ask questions when they see same-sex relationships or couples in public because the gym have y'all watched steven's universe yeah i've seen it all from start to finish and even the new one I've yeah books, but i never actually watched as far as yeah. that like they're, they're well they're they gave them like technically the gyms are supposed to be genderless but they they're, they're technically women we know that yeah yeah they're they're like women and they're in like these lesbian relationships and they don't really make a big deal out of it or anything like that yeah. uh and the story i mean i'm not i watched steven universe it's not for me because it doesn't have action and stuff in it but the concepts in it are pretty dope and stuff like that and a lot of people love it and um yeah i i do think it's a, a significant cartoon network show i wish it did so that's it Huh? I wish they just it, like what's in in my opinion. I just don't count Steve Universe Future because it was just a waste of time in my opinion. Oh, you actually? Oh, so you watched it? Watched it? Yeah. Okay. Like the original, like the first show, great ending, all that, this and that. Still, some like my thing is every show is going to have some unanswered questions, but it's mm-hmm. enough that we can let it go. Whatever we just we can live with that. The point of but I think is they came back with a, like a, another part of it called Steve Universe Future. Like he's grown now well not grown he's 17 now uh mm-hmm. like what's saying the world is a lot better it's all rainbows and sunshine except he's dealing with his own internal stuff and it's it wasn't really worth it to me to watch it to say this to say that people might have a different opinion but in my opinion the first part was the first part perfect i can i can recommend that for generations to come and everything yeah i thought the movie was pretty good it, uh the villain reminded me of luffy um uh, yeah yeah <laughs> just as excited now okay <laughs> so that wraps up the show thank you guys for listening to another episode of the blurs feel free to follow us on twitter instagram at the blurs word and on our facebook page called the blurs also feel free to leave us a five-star review and a positive comment on your favorite podcast aggregator and see you next time. Sir. Yeah. Nah, like, I really want to watch. <laughs>